0: Let's go ahead and push me, Rog, if you can. But let's roll. Let's roll. How do you make America great again? Well, we've been hearing it. We've been hearing it, and we've been hearing it. That uh, matter of fact, I got a hat that says "Make America Great Again." I was in Pennsylvania, and somebody gave me one. I was glad to get it. And uh, but, how do you make America great again? And we want to talk about it today. We've just come through a, an incredible election, hard times on both sides. There's rioting in the streets, protesting. Hey, I'm for protests too, but if it turns into riots, it's wrong. And burning stuff and trashing stuff and hitting people. You can say what you want to. That's bull, okay? So anyway, but uh, protesting peacefully, and that's why we have elections. You get to vote, right? And so that's what just happened. But I want to talk about this. How do you make America great again? This is me talking today. Now, maybe somebody on the Internet, you'll get this to uh, President-elect Trump. OK, maybe it'll help him. All right. So I'd appreciate it. y'all just get it out there to him. Is it creating more jobs? Just let me talk a minute. Is it creating more jobs? Is that how we're going to make America great again? Is it improving our schools? These are all good things. Is it securing our borders? I'd like our borders to be more secure, that's for sure. Is that going to make America great again? Is it rebuilding our military? I like a strong military. I want it stronger than ever. Is it defeating ISIS? I want ISIS defeated. Absolutely. Demolished, okay? And that ideology that wants to destroy and kill people, all right? So, is that how you do it? Is it draining the Washington swamp? Is that going to make America great again? I don't know. I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Listen. Listen. Or is there more to it than this? Aren't you really listening? Is there more to it than this? Saying this, 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 Is there more to it? And this is a preacher talking today, with the Bible today. Amen? So that's my perspective. My perspective is always going to be this way. Okay? If you're going to make America great again, if my people, which are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, amen, confess their sins, and then while I hear from heaven, then I'll forgive their sins and I'll heal their land. Amen? So this is my perspective. So let's look this way today. How do you make America great again? Keep looking. We've staked the future of all our political institutions upon the capacity of mankind for self-government. Upon the capacity of each and all of us to govern ourselves, to control ourselves, to sustain ourselves according, say it with me, to the what? To the Ten Commandments of God. Who said such a thing? James Madison, founding father and fourth president. I want us to go back a little bit today. We're going to talk about how do we make America great again. I want to listen to a few voices of the past. Are you all listening to me today? Let's look. God who gave us life gave us liberty. And can the liberties of a nation be thought secure if we've removed their only firm basis, a conviction in the minds of men that these liberties are the gift of God? That they are not to be violated, but with His wrath, indeed I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just and that His justice cannot sleep forever. Who said that? Thomas Jefferson. Founding father, third U.S. president. If you listen to the Rewriters of history, they'd tell you he didn't even believe in God. Well, he sure writes, wrote some funny stuff then, didn't he, say? Amen? History fails to record a single precedent in which nations subject to moral decay have not passed into political and economic decline. Who said that? General Douglas MacArthur. How do you make America great again? Well, we're learning a little bit so far from these fellows. Let's just keep looking a little further. But we've forgotten God. We have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by superior wisdom of our own. Abraham Lincoln. I think we can learn how to make America great again by listening a little bit to some of these folks. Y'all hearing me today? Keep looking. If we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we'll be a nation gone under. Ronald Reagan hmm how do you make America great again we're learning now the content in the following message was delivered to the Charlotte County Peace River Republican Forum I gave this message a little different on April 8, 2015 Mr. Trump came out in June do you remember down the escalator going to make America great again this was April if you'd have told me Donald J. Trump's going to run for president, I would have laughed. And so would you. The fact of the matter is, I was invited to go to this forum and speak. I thought our country needed help. Our direction. I was just speaking to our local officials. There I am with uh, Sheriff Pramel. I believe he just won re-election. Good. I love the sheriff. I'm glad I live in Charlotte County. Can you praise the Lord for your sheriff and your community out here? Come on. Even if you were for somebody else, thank God for the sheriff that we have. Amen? And then this is my friend Vicki Potts right here. She's the I think she's the tax collector. Amen? She's still my friend, though. You know why? Because she's a good girl. She's from right here in Englewood. Amen? I remember buying, getting my tags years ago when I was just a young fella going over to the tag office and buying me a used boat or some old used car and fixing them up. And they saw me coming in all the time. There's that young preacher again. And uh, so I, I like her. So anyway, I was down at this meeting, and uh, I gave this message, and I'd like to share it with you uh, and build on it just a bit today. And here's what I shared with them. I do not know who is going to run for office. I had no idea. And quite frankly, so many people running for office, and Washington in general, they just, I don't have a whole lot of respect for them. That's just me personally. That's not that I'm right. Sometimes i got a bad attitude, okay? But I know one thing. We've got a great history in this country. If we'd go back and draw upon our history a little bit, we could do great things again in this country. And that's what I spoke to the Republican Party about. And I chose this fellow right here, Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry's formula on how to make America great again. Can you say that with me? Patrick Henry's formula on how to make America great. Great again. Now, what did Patrick Henry say? Patrick, if you know it, say it with me. Patrick Henry said, give me liberty, loud, or give me You remember learning that in school? Let's learn from him today with the Bible. So I've taken what he said, and I've studied each of the things that he said, and I've looked them up in the Bible for you and for me to learn from today. Amen? So let's look. So how do you do it? Well, here's what Patrick Henry said. Bad men cannot make good citizens. Bad men cannot make good citizens. It is when a people forget God that tyrants forge their chains. A vitiated state of morals, a corrupted public conscience, is incompatible with freedom. It won't work. No free government or the blessings of liberty can be preserved to any people. Now listen carefully. But by a... Say it with me. But by a firm adherence to justice, moderation, temperance, frugality, and virtue. Say it one more time with me. Back it up, Please. But by a firm adherence to justice, moderation, temperance, frugality, and virtue. And, and by a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles. Okay, now that isn't too hard so far, is it? Yes or no? You know you was coming to history class today with Uncle Gary, did you? Hey, this is good stuff. How do you make America great again? How could Patrick Henry help us today in the Bible? Say that with me pretty loud. Be firm on five things. One more time. This ain't that hard. In case you say, well, I never learned much in school. Come on, you'll be fine. Say that with me one more time. Be firm on five things. And I want to look at each one of these things. He said five things. He said five things. And when I read these years ago... Boy, it really shook me, helped me a lot, and I'd like. To, and it's good for our life. This is good for your family. This is good for America. This is good for Englewood. It's good for our church. Let's look at the things that Patrick Henry said that can make this country great again. Number one, say it with me: justice, justice, justice. Well, anytime I study, usually I have my Bible and I have my handy dandy Webster dictionary. That's what I use for the most part. Now, in Revelation this morning, on the study of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, I used a whole lot of other people helping me, okay? But generally speaking, this is how I do it. I looked up justice. You know what justice means in the dictionary? Righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness means right. You want to make America good again? Listen, and great again, rather? Justice. Right. Good. Virtuous. Fair. That's what we need. Righteousness, the Bible says, say it with me, exalts a what? But sin is a reproach to any people. You want to be great again? Do right. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Quit screwing around. Instead of looking to Washington to make America great again, why don't you start at your house? Why don't we start in our church and in our town, making America great again? By going back to fundamental principles Like Patrick Henry gave us. Now every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But the Lord ponders the heart to do justice. And judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than any offering you're going to throw in the plate. Y'all hear me? This is what God wants out of us. Justice and judgment and virtue. So that's how we... Begin to make this country great again. So say it with me. Number one, number one, how can we make this country great again? Say it really loud. One, two, three, do. How hard was that? Say. That sounds like something you teach at your house, don't it? Yes or no? Say. I do it with the little kids. I'm raising the little young ones again, okay? I'm going to tell you about this every week almost, okay? Because I'm losing my mind, all right? It's just not easy. This is not easy. This is not easy to raise an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, okay? Okay, it's not easy. Pray for Kim because she has those two and me. That's a problem. That's a problem for that woman. But anyway, anyway, I'm doing it out. Do right. Well, i, I, I well, do not. You were doing wrong, man. What's wrong with you? Hush up. Not too complicated, is it? Say, this is what Patrick Henry said. There's more to it, but do right. Do right. Let's look at number two. Moderation. Say that with me. Moderation. One more time. Moderation. Now, see, that? that I don't know what that is. So I've got to get the dictionary. Let's look. It means to avoid extremes. To avoid extremes. It's only mentioned one time in the Bible. But he said, Patrick Henry said it was important. If we're going to maintain a free country... And be a great country. We've got to have moderation. Okay? Moderation. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Amen? So, moderation. Avoid extremes, guys. I'm not saying politically you always got to be right in the middle and put your finger up. You know? But on the other hand, I do think moderation is important. Y'all listening to me or not? Moderation. And and love and truth. You know, doing the right thing first, right? Doing the right thing, but but instead of shoving and pushing and going so far, and I told the Republican Party that instead of going so far, way over here, and everybody else is evil, that's crazy. We need to be this is what Patrick Henry said moderation. Y'all listening to me or not? We need that in our church. We're different. We're different. Now, I'm not going to be moderate with you if you don't believe the Bible and you think I should not believe the Bible because you don't believe the Bible. That's your freedom to not believe the Bible. But you're not going to get me or this church to do that. Did you hear me say? That's not what I'm talking about. But you can come from different places. You can be different than I am. I need to accept you. You need to accept me. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Okay? This is a good thing. This is who we are. And I think fellowships a You know, the only thing I wish we had more in this church was was blacks but we don't live in a town where there's color a whole lot but I know one thing anytime somebody does come from Port Shore they come over here I love them and they love me but I'm where I'm at and I can do the best I can with who I've got amen but I know one thing we are a melting pot right inside this room amen holler out the state you're from one two three you're from everywhere. Holler out. If you're not from the United States, just United States people, be quiet. If you're from another country, holler it out. One, two, three. Canada, Canada. Canada. UK over here. Netherlands, the first service this morning. Last week, Guatemala. South Africa. Yeah. Where? Brazil. Awesome. What I'm saying is... If, if, if I can get stuck in my ways and think North Carolina's the best and the South's the only way to go, and y'all know that, and I'm probably going to continue to get on your nerves like that. But we're the body of Christ. Say we're the body. We're the, we're the body of And you know what? It took me going to Pennsylvania this summer and seeing Pastor up there this summer. That's where Kim's from. I'd never gone there. Now I've gone a lot of places. I've traveled a lot haven't gone up to the north too much this way, especially to the northeast. I've never done that much, okay? I did once once years ago. But you can get prejudiced. I was. You know, thinking I got it all made down here and it's just the best. And I realized when I went up there how beautiful it was. Why people love where they're from. And it just sort of had a change on me. Y'all listen to me or not? Yeah, it just sort of changed me a little bit. I know I got a little sideways there, but the point is, guys, we need to avoid extremes. Say that with me. Avoid. Here's an extreme. The King James Version of the Bible is the only version of the Bible you should read. You ever heard that before? Yes or no? Sure. Is it true? No. That's an extreme. Did you hear me? Or women need to wear a dress to church. If they don't, they, you know, they're going to bust hell wide open. Is that the stupidest view ever? Absolutely. Your hair's got to be sharp. You know, you can't be dressed. look like one woman. Hair... So they cut all my hair off when I was a kid. Now look at me. <laughs> I mean, the point is, we need to avoid what? But don't ever forget number one. Righteousness. As you're avoiding your extremes, don't avoid extremes at the expense of doing right. Did you just hear me or not? Okay? But... Practice moderation. Amen? That's the kind of church we need to be. Everyone should be welcome here at Fellowship Church. I love the way Elise says it. Jesus didn't stutter when he told us to love all people. He didn't stutter. Don't you like that? We have our favorite groups that we like to pick on and hate. That's horrible. The church should not be like that. Y'all hearing me, yes or no? We should, everyone's accepted here. We come under the banner of the Word of God. It's not Gary calling sin, sin. It's the Bible calling sin, sin. Amen? And it says plenty about Gary screwing up. Amen. Yes or no? Okay, I get off that one. Here we go. Number three. This isn't hard so far, is it? Say. Number three. So he said justice, moderation, temperance, temperance. What's that word mean? Well, temperance means, it means moderation. But wait a minute. It specifically means self-control. Or say it with me. Controlling yourself. If we're going to make this country great again or greater than it's ever been before, listen, we need temperance. We need self-control. We need people controlling themselves. Are y'all hearing me say just out of control. And they're so deluded that I'm doing this good. It's for the good of the country. You lost your mind. Do right. Always go back to number one. Do right. Moderation's a good thing. Avoid those extremes. But listen, control yourself. Just keep looking. This will work in the house. Come on. The word has many forms and variations. The word temperance. Temper, mood or anger. Temperature, relative heat. You can tell i got my dictionary. Tempest, a violent storm. Tempt, to create an appetite. Template, a pattern that's been formed. It's really important that you you control yourself. These things can become a pattern that's formed. Hard to break then, isn't it? Also the word temple, a place of what? It's where all these words come from. Or the place on both sides of your head. Next to each eyeball. A lot of us would do better if we did this something. Control you. You ever done that? Okay? Keep looking. The fruit of the Spirit, say it with me, is love, joy... Peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. Against such there is no law. Temperance is one of the fruits of the Spirit. You need to control yourself. You hear me, yes or no? This is what God expects out of us. Not out of control living. If you're married... Love your wife. Love your husband. Got it? Don't love somebody else's wife. Got that? Yes or no? Say. Don't love somebody else's wife. That's called controlling yourself. Doesn't mean you don't have passions. Just because you became a Christian doesn't mean there's still not this rage that's going on. This is the Holy Spirit, the living God, that allows us to live a life of control. Did you all hear me? Yes or no? Stop making excuses about your behavior. This will make America great again. I don't listen to excuses with the girls at home. Grandma, sorry. And if you whine before your excuse, you don't even need to give me your excuse. Amen. Say, control yourself. It's good stuff, guys. Notice that the last one of the fruits of the Spirit was what? You can say love. You can say joy. You can say peace. You can say long-suffering. You can say any of that stuff. But if you're out of control, none of those others matter jack squat to nobody. Because they saw you as you really are. Amen? Control yourself. Fruit of the Spirit. But you still must control yourself. So how do you make America great again? Say it real loud. One, two, three. See? I had a good time delivering this to the Republicans. It was beautiful. Amen? Come on. that's how you make America great again. Wow! This is a cuss word. Isn't it interesting, Patrick Henry? Now, remember, number one was do right, correct? You can forget making this a great country if you're going to just keep doing the wrong thing. Amen? Or you're going to always be on the extreme. Just your view is the only one that matters. Or you're just out of control and you do whatever you want to do. But this is interesting right here. Frugality. You want to make this country great again? We need to be frugal. Did you all hear me? Yes or no? How many would agree with us? Let's praise the Lord. Come on. We need to be frugal. Come on. Come on. Now, we built this building debt-free. And, and at times, I just wanted to hit myself up against the wall, my head, bang it against the wall. But there's nothing I could do. We tried our best to keep costs down as much as we could because I hated it. This was horrible. But, man, everywhere we could, we tried to save. Amen? I think we should live like that. Y'all hear me, yes or no? I just think we should. I think wasting money is a sin. I don't think it's the right thing to do. Just go throw money and waste money. Well, I got money. I can just waste it. Well, you'll stand before God one day with how you did with what you got. I think we could be a lot wiser with our funds. Okay? And we try to do it here. But I don't want to be so frugal that I miss reaching people and caring for people. You understand? It's a a balancing act. But let's look at it. What does frugality mean? It means thrifty. Patrick Henry said, if we're going to keep this country great, we want to be a great country and be free, you better watch how you're spending your budget. Wouldn't we say that to Washington, yes or no? Are you kidding me? Almost $20 trillion in debt. That's insane. Yes or no? And so much debt just over the last 8 to 12 years just wrapped up on this country. It's crazy. Man, we've got to do something. But we need to do it ourselves. Wisely managing one's own what? And resources. Avoid extremes, though. Don't be out of control. Just because you like to be thrifty and somebody else in the house doesn't, that doesn't give you the right to be out of control, does it? Yes or no? And you still got to go back to number one and always do what? Right. They're in order for a reason. Frugality. Frugality. The best word for frugality in the Bible or a wise manager of money and resources in the Bible, say it with me, is the word what? Steward. 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 That's what it's called. Steward. What does that mean? Business manager. A person in charge of finances, supplies and services. If we want to be great as a country, if we want to be great as a community, if we want to be great as a church, if we want to be great as a a family... I, mean, I love to spend. My favorite kind of my favorite kind of stuff's free. That's my favorite. Free. My next favorite is used. I like used. It gets me in trouble. I end up having to fix it. You know? But it feels good. That's me. I just never like to pay retail. How many just love to pay retail? You used to love to pay the highest price. You're embarrassed to raise your hand, I know. I hate it. Somebody made my day today. They came up and said, We're going to be out of town next week. We're not going to be here, but we got Bell's bucks. You can spend so much money they give you these this this receipt, and you go spend it like money. You know what I did? Good, give me that. that. Right there. I love that. Come on. Frugality. Moreover, it is required in who? Stewards, that a man be found what? Faithful. Faithful with your finances. Do a good job with them. It's what this, this is what's going to make this country great. Y'all hear me? Not just giving away free money. Is that what Patrick Henry said? Let people just line up and get free money. That's crazy. That's an extreme. Wouldn't that be an extreme? I saw a guy at the... I don't know if I told you this already because I preached twice and I can't remember where I've been. But I was at McDonald's the other day. Did I tell you the story? I was at McDonald's the other morning. Kid with long hair, good looking kid. He said, Are you a pastor? I said, I am. I'm sitting in my little booth in the corner. He's sitting over here. People are talking to me. Hi, Pastor. Hi, Pastor. Yeah, I'm a pastor. They said it, right? Here I am. So I started talking to him. He's 21, homeless. I didn't feel sorry for him. I said, Get a job. Get a job. You're 21. You're 21, man. Come on. And I said, get a job here. I'll walk up there with you. Come on. They're paying $9 an hour right here. $9 is a lot of money to me. Is that still a lot? It's a lot of money. Nine bucks? Are you kidding? Anyway. I think we need to be more like that not that I'm right all the time I'm not but I think we need to be more like that and less just give, 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 give give. people have to learn to work and to do for themselves and that's a good thing it takes me back to number one if a man doesn't take care of his own house he's denied the faith the Bible says and is worse than an infidel the Bible says work with your hands so you don't have to steal it Y'all hear me? So everything goes back to number one. Should we not be kind to people that are homeless and help? You do as the Lord leads you to, and that's a good thing. Okay? But that's it. Anyway. How do you make America great again? Say it really loud. Manage resources Do you think if we manage our resources better in this country, we'd be a whole lot better off? Yes or no? Can we praise the Lord? Come on. Come on. (laughs) Patrick Henry knew what he was talking about. Come on. Amen. And we know, but you know, Mr. Trump, he has all these plans. That's great. Okay? Good. These plans cost. And we got to, you know, need help. Got to be, got to manage our money wisely. It's the right thing to do. Number five, virtue. Patrick Henry, five things. Can you name the five? I've sort of forgotten. Them. What was the first one? Justice, moderation, temperance, frugality, and number five, virtue, which it sounds like number one again. I think it's interesting he bookend them. You know, really everything comes down to doing right, doesn't it? Do the right thing. Let's just do the right thing. Virtue means morals. It means maintaining purity. So it's a little different than justice. Maintaining purity based on principles. I would claim principles in the Word of God. Ten Commandments exclusively. Beautiful. Or simply virtue can mean, say that last with me, clean living, clean living, clean living wonder how much money our country spends on people whose lives have just been out of control. And they're messed up now. They're screwed up now. It's just a mess. Not blaming, I'm just saying it happens. Patrick Henry said, boy, you better watch it. You won't have a country unless you firmly adhere to these five things. You won't be free unless you do. Virtue. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. We need righteousness in our country. Doing right. Amen or oh me? Amen. They profess they know God. We've got a church like that today. Churches all across the country. Professing they know God. But in works they deny Him. We need this as a, as a church today. Being abominable and disobedient and under every good work retro, retrograde. So God says we need virtue. He says that in His Word. Patrick Henry got it from His Word. The way of a man is froward and strange. But as for the what? Say it with me. Pure, His work is what? Right. Amen? It sort of sounds redundant to me. I mean, but I just, I just want to do the right thing. Amen? I struggle with doing the right thing from time to time. Amen? I just have to keep plugging at it. It's the right thing to do. How do you make America great again? Say it with me. Maintain and promote morality. One more time. Maintain and promote morality. Am I about done, Rog? Look at me. I should use Patrick Henry more often, shouldn't I? Patrick Henry, and by a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles. He didn't just say the five. We need to go back to what got us where we are today as a free country. Did y'all hear me, yes or no? And some people are offended when Trump would say, Make America great again. And they would say, America already is great. I didn't receive it as... I received it as we can do better than we're doing. I never liked a coach, honestly, that said, Team, you're good, you're good, you're good. You know the Vikings are stinking right now, they're pathetic, okay, okay? They're not gonna get a letter from me going, You're good, you're good. Even our ball team at the high school this year, we didn't go in like you're good, you're good, you're pathetic. And they finally got the message and started winning at the end. Amen. That's how I received it. Listen, guys, there are some great things that have happened in this country, and we need to go back and revisit those and do them again and again and again and again and again. And the thing is, I'm not sure at all if Mr. Trump has a handle on what I've talked about today at all. He's got ideas. I believe Patrick Henry was a, was a godly man a man of insight, a man of the Word. So that's certainly how you can pray for the new president. Amen? But I wish this is the kind of message we could get out there. This will make America great again. What we've heard today. Amen? He says, go back to fundamental principles. Patrick Henry said, he said, visit them often. What does that mean in plain English? What worked then will work now. Say that with me. What worked will work. One more time. What worked will work. These are universal principles. They will work. They're based on the Bible. Now keep repeating what is right because right still works. Say that with me. Keep repeating what is right because right still works. Now can we get loud on this one? Keep repeating what is right because right still works. Isn't that the truth? Amen. Say, isn't that the truth? Man, if you know right to do, and you only got one day to live, that's all you got. Today's the only day you got, 24 hours. That's all you got, man. You don't know you got it tomorrow. Take no thought on tomorrow. Jesus said, what tomorrow's going to bring, there's plenty of evil today. There's plenty of mess out there today to work on. Listen, how about you just do right today? Okay, and if you get it tomorrow, you do right tomorrow. How about that? Amen say. And how about throughout your day, you do right, and then you you start to see yourself screwing up. Uh Uh-oh, self-control. And you do right again. And you just keep doing right. And before you know it, you just might be doing right. And I believe that's what our country needs. We need more of us doing the right thing. Amen? Come on. So, how do you make America great again? Well, we just told you. Praise the Lord. Come on. God bless you today. Amen. We're done. (laughs) Amen. Praise the Lord. I think it was helpful.